Hey, Adam, what's up? Are you free? Yeah, I feel free. Okay. I'm Adam Ennis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Freely coming at you from the great state of Missouri and the great city of St. Louis at our great studio here at Open Studio at the great Steinway and Sons Piano. Yeah, I thought you were going to say we were coming at you from New Hampshire because they're, you know what their state motto is. Uh, is it the live free or... Or die. Die. Yeah. That's a little intense. That's a little intense, but that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about free practice. That seems like a state that would embrace that, right? Practice free or die. That's right. <laughs> Wait, that's... No. No, we're, no. We're not going to go that far, but we are going to hopefully get into some areas. Is this from a question or is this just... This is something we sensed our listeners wanted to hear, I think. So our friend Homero Lubombo. Oh, right. That's right, right. The, the great Homero The great Lubombo, Homero. Great guitarist. He was in town uh, this past week and I was talking to him about his practice routine. If he would want to do a video on the practice routine and he said you know oh, i don't know if that's a good idea because i don't practice how i think a lot of people practice but i think actually a lot of people think their practice routine is different from everybody else we all think that we have some kind of inferior practice right. routine but Homero was talking about that he doesn't just run scales or practice voicings he's too good for that he might be <laughs> um he's mastered all that stuff but he just starts playing um, to get ideas in a kind of a free form way, yeah. then find something that interests him. This is almost like Montessori practicing right here. It right? is. My kids are in elementary school. I know all about this. Well, I mean, I often think of Romero as being like the world's oldest uh, Montessori student. <laughs> and he plays with blocks a lot on the road, I've noticed. Yeah. Multicolored blocks. But, you know, I, I heard him talk about this and I said I, to myself, I used to do this so much when I was younger. And yeah. I'm, I'm so much more structured now. And I think structure is absolutely essential and it's great because it keeps us going. And some days that you don't want to think about anything, you just want to like plug and practice something. That, yep. But I think it's rejuvenating yeah. to just start playing and see what happens and then find something um, that interests you that maybe you can't do, but you want to be able to do and just you know, keep it, keep it going. See if you can, if you yeah. can practice it. Yeah, and I think there, one way to look at this is... Um, to give it just a little bit of structure is it's a great way to either connect or reconnect yourself with your instrument totally. in, in a very you know natural, hopefully an organic way. Um, and that being that you're you know either you're playing things that that feel really good and sound really good, some kind of combination. You're not worried about you know all the things that we always say to worry about. But I think this is also why you see some more advanced players. This is I really do think that you know you can kind of get to the level where this can be most of your practice outside of like specific things. I mean, this is very high level. This is like yeah, if you don't know your mixolydian, your dominant yeah, scales, yeah, yeah, your mixolydian yeah, scales, yeah. Like, work if on you don't know your basic guitar for, voicings, yeah, don't right, be, right. don't be trying to feel it all day. But once you feel like, not about mastering everything, but you're like, you know most stuff and you're able to learn music you need to do for gigs. I mean, we still want to be learning music all the time, whether it's for a gig or for ourselves or, or, or working on things. And we, of course, we do that. But in terms of staying connected with the instrument and furthering your the depth of your connection with the instrument, I think that this is something that can, can be a kind of a big part of your practice, but even at the more beginner intermediate levels to at least do a little bit, of, like all these things, it's never binary. It's totally. never like, yeah, oh, yeah, we yeah. don't do any free form practice and then we become masters and then we only do free form. No, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. never that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you like that? It was my, my non-free and form and then I got all relaxed. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, we want to incorporate elements of this. And so an analogy I would say, and you can, you know, because all things on this podcast are unrehearsed, 
raw. No. We keep it raw up really? in here. Yeah. So so we haven't vetted this, but you can let me know what you think. That's of weird. This. I've been reading a script all year. And, <laughs> no? Not me. Not right. me. No, but I would say an analogy for this would be, you know, you're a basketball player and you're working on your skills, but let's say you're LeBron James. You still need to like do your drills and do, you know, put up, put up a hundred or probably a th- however many free throws and all that. But you, he, if he just comes to the court and just like shoots and has a good time and like wherever the ball bounces, he just shoots and dunks and just runs around like a kid kind yeah, of yeah. like playing the game. Um, he's also like, he's at the level where he can do that and his performance that evening is probably not going to suffer. You know, I think this is also a great way to, to help you develop your own sound because if you are, are just experimenting and just playing freely and trying to find things that, that resonate with you, you know, you're naturally going to gravitate towards certain things. And then, you know, the key is then to work those out so that they become a part of you. And I, I, I think that's what Romero was, was trying to say. And what I would like to emphasize, too, is this doesn't have to be a free form Keith Jarrett, you know, Cone concert kind of right, experience right, right. where you're just playing freely, turn off the lights and, right. you know, smoke something and then just start playing right. or whatever. Like, was he high on Cole concert? No, no, no I, I doubt it. Okay. But uh, you can start playing, find some things that that you're like, oh, that's so cool. What is that? Or not even say what is that, but then... <laughs> I'm just going keep, to keep talking. I'll give you a little background. You start playing, you find something that you think sounds beautiful or interesting or that you might want to use, and then you can you can work that through in different ways. Okay, so now we're on a freeform <laughs> cold concert type. I'm just going to shut up and let you play again. Andrew, can I borrow your lighter, please? Thank you. Okay, so for me, you've already developed these like repeating note things. Mm-hmm. That could be your practice session. Right. It's practicing repeating notes, doing it in chords, doing it in both hands, doing it on all your fingers, yep. doing it over the bar line, doing it however you can try to get it in your soul. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. I mean, it's, it's kind of a combination of, you know, that sort of refocuses things a little bit towards to some kind of developmental stuff, but you're still kind of having fun. You're taking whatever idea comes first. Freeform. Freely. And hey, hey, look, we're the guys who also encourage you to keep some kind of practice journal, right? right. And like write down what you're going to practice before you practice. So I think there's room for all of this yeah. in your routine. And in fact, it's good to definitely break it up. Well, maybe it could be like you have, um, you know, we've talked about before, and this goes towards a little bit of organization and, and regimen. But like you would say, have 45 minutes to practice, maybe yeah. the last 10 minutes, you just say, I'm just going to play like this. I'm going to create something. Right. I'm going to, and it doesn't have to be, you know, totally musically edifying to anyone. It's not the kind of creation that you like. That's, I think what you were saying as far as Cone concert, it doesn't have to be your masterpiece perfectly crafted from beginning to end. Like an audience is there. It's just for you. It could just be something fun kind of, you know. And it, it's also a way t- that you're going to get ideas. Keep your journal. Yeah. And because you're not going to be able to touch on everything that you you think of during these sessions right? yeah you're just so, getting some shots up some yeah. sets and reps you still want to do things correctly but you're not necessarily focused in on the technique side of it yeah so you can write down Focus. an idea that you might not get to flush out you can write down a, a, maybe a melodic flush idea out. for flush out well if it's flush, bad you flush, flush I say it. flush out yeah if it's bad Ooh. you flush it down the toilet if it's good you flush it out all right don't write that down <laughs> uh, but you know what i mean like yeah. you're going to get more ideas than you could actually work on of course so of course. It, it's also a good idea to kind of keep track of that yeah well this is good i mean this is um i think you know, again, we've been talking about mindset a lot lately, and I think that that's something really important. And I've been kind of on a uh, on a 
quest for this of identifying the, the, the kinds of mindset and frameworks that I have that are working well for me and maybe making some adjustments. And I think as you think about your practice routine for everybody, for all of us, um, thinking about the different kinds of mindset one can have. It's not only, as you say, the regimented, like that's like that should mindset should come and, and, and the discipline of that should accompany specific parts of your practice, obviously scales and getting through repertoire and learning a solo, these things that have a, a beginning and an end. And for beginning and intermediate players, that can be very important. Yeah. yeah. And, and don't ever think like, oh, well, it's such a different mindset. I mean, you got to remember like great, Artists and musicians, a lot of times they have another side to them that is very analytical and very exacting. I think that those things work together. And and just to, to uh, apologies for keep going back to the basketball um, kind of analogy. Basketball. I love me some hoops. No, but I mean, I heard this great podcast interview with, um, I mean, I don't know if they're the number 134th music <laughs> podcast or not, but they did have LeBron James on there <laughs> and his trainer. But like, We you, should get LeBron James on here. I, well, yeah. you know, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. Right. Um, but, um, but the idea was that if you think about you know, the extreme skill that he has and how he works, like he works in such a more regimented way still, especially like with nutrition and working out and like that kind of a thing, but also with specifically like how he spends his days on game days. It's like so specific. But then when you see him play, he plays with a lot of creativity. Yeah. And and so I think that there, it's never like mutually exclusive. It's never yeah. like you're turning yourself into a robot by too much. <clears throat> but maybe this little segment of creative practice can help you know, you know, fire off some, some electroids on that side of your brain. I think it's important. Yeah. Uh, give it a shot. I think f like any of this, man, a certain amount of structure helps with creativity Yeah. and a certain amount of creativity helps free up the structure. Yeah. So. Oh, I thought you were going to say like anything, we cannot be, uh, um, held legally responsible. held responsible for anything we tell you. Your, 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 uh, results may vary. We're required to say that by the, uh, that too. Yeah. Uh, yes, hey, so we yes, don't police. we don't have an ending tune for today, uh, but we have more coming in. And if you have one that you'd like to hear at the end of our podcast, we're still accepting them. We are, we are. You know, we might be putting up a little Adam Manis, and we've never done that, have we? Well, uh, Adam Manis tune? Yeah, oh, we don't want to do that. We could do that. No, I don't. Maybe we'll do that today. People Let's do that today. Hear. What about your your tune with the? What do you? Is that row, row, row your boat? <laughs> you know the one. Ticka, ticka, ticka. Oh, the Moto tune. The Moto. Right. Andrew, put on the Moto tune. Yeah. Why don't we have that take us out? Because we'll hear it.